Hey, my friends, it's Kevin here. And I've got a great question on what to include in your case studies. So uh, again, I'm really bad at this only because I'm I typically run from one client to the next um, or I'm kind of always sort of pretty booked, pretty booked solid, or at least I have been throughout 2020 and much of 2019, but uh, that's no excuse. So I've created a few of these myself over the years and I've got at least one of them that you can go check out at kevin.me slash IQ. Um, and basically, you know, a case study is, is useful, especially when you're not super specialized. The more specialized you are, uh, the more you can just kind of name drop or, uh, you know, give people... Uh, references if if they really want to talk to someone you've worked with in the past. But frankly, your reputation speaks for you. But it's really cru- crucial to have all these factors that are going to help you um, perform better uh, in terms of you know converting more people to to being a client. Also, it really just helps kind of clients understand well what is it that you actually do. So sometimes people hire or don't hire consultants because they're not entirely sure what they're able to really help them with and whether you're going to actually move the needle for things that that they need and care about. So what goes into a good case study? I think first and foremost do want to talk about what the current situation of that client was. So, and the, you know, or even before you get into that, actually it's, you know, who are you trying to attract with this? Who are you trying to, and typically you attract like attracts like. So whoever you do a case study on, they're probably going to, you know, uh, resonate. Those cases are going to resonate with people that are kind of like them. So if they're large companies like X or Y companies like, you know, in a different industry, whatever it is, as long as it looks like them, that, that case study is going to have uh, a lot of impact. If it's not, and the company looks vastly different then frankly, it's not going to, people are going to be like, well, it's great that you're able to get that result for them, but I don't know if you're going to get that for me. So, um, write case studies based on the type of client you want to attract first and foremost, that's the best piece of advice. Um, the next thing is then to talk about their situation. So what was their situation before they came to you? And this is where the transition comes into play. As consultants, we, uh, we, we, we create transformations. This is the before, this is the after, and that's the promise is getting them from one place to the next. So, um, the, the, uh, you know, really analyzing, okay, well, this was their situation. They weren't getting enough leads. They weren't growing their business. The business had plateaued. They were worried about this. They knew they needed to overhaul a lot of things. They had lost some staff, COVID hit, like whatever their situation was, talk about that. And then from there, it kind of gives, it gives a client or prospect a sense that, yeah, this is exactly the type of person that I was or that I am. What I actually do is I do my questionnaire, which I've shared with you, and it really downloads all the needs, wants, desires, pains, and current situation of my clients before I talk to them. Not only does that act as a good benchmark for uh, getting results and then, you know, in whatever amount of time towards the end of the engagement or the middle or whatever, I'm able to see, like, here's what their mindset was going into the engagement. So I usually go back to that original um, questionnaire document that I send them and then find out what was their situation and really just making sure that I actually use their real language if, if possible in the case study, uh, which which should resonate with the, your target market because it it's natural language that, you know, and you can even sometimes pull quotes if they'll let you do that, but it's not it's their natural language describing the problem, which was more likely to resonate with your target market, just like you would in any kind of copywriting. The next part is then, so that's your situation. So they talk about the situation coming into working with you. Um, they hired you to help achieve X or Y. Then you talk about number two is what you do, what you did. Uh, so that's listing out, you, you know, as well as I do, and we've talked about this, but a lot of people come to you looking for tactical solutions like better SEO, more, you know, ads, so-and-so X, Y, and Z. And, um, 
you know, so when people see a list of all the things you've accomplished, especially like a bulleted list where it's not too heavy, you know, you don't want to make this a book, but a bulleted list of the things you accomplished, people love seeing that you've checked off so many of those things because they want that too. So sometimes they want to get, they want to do more to get more social media followers or overhaul their website or things, you know, tactical things that they just know they want to accomplish because they think it'll help them. Uh, that's, you know, listing out the things you've accomplished in working together allows them to, allows your prospect to at least go and look at how did, how did that shape up? How does that look? What is the new brand identity? What does the new website look like? Do I like that? Do I want that for myself? On the one hand, it also shows that you can do X, Y, and Z number of things. And it also tells them that that's what you do. So sometimes people aren't really fully sure what it is you do. Um, that's why specializing and being super explicit about your value proposition really, really helps. Um, but so listing out what, what it is that you did is a really great way to, to kind of, uh, remove some of the uncertainty, uh, and vagueness, uh, of potentially hiring you, you know, people need that specificity in order to, to take the leap. The next part, number three is the results. And obviously this is the most important part of the whole thing. And, um, there's really several kinds of, of results, but the first and foremost would be your financial results. So did you increase sales? Did you increase MRR? What was the financial impact of, um, you know, of the work together? Uh, it could also be then, um, you know, opportunity driven. So did you increase leads? Did you increase opportunities? Did you help them, uh, you know, uh, increase their pipeline by 80%? Like what was the thing that, that you did? Um, you know, another thing are just like outcome driven, like we were able to expand into new markets or we were able to, you know, hire additional staff or like outcomes that you facilitated, whether or not they're directly attributed to you is, is, is a thing like, um, you know, depending on what their goals are, if their goals are to grow the revenue, then that's where you're going to focus. If their goals were to rebrand for some strategic purpose or to build in roads to a different community or a different audience, that, that would be, um, an outcome that you could help, you know, you've developed relationships with say different audiences or different groups of people or different stakeholders, whatever their, their goals were. Um, of course there are subjective goals as well. So, you know, they wanted to really love and feel proud about their brand or the work that they were doing. Uh, and this was a way to really help them, uh, exemplify, to personify, to, you know, demonstrate who they were as a true company and who they wanted to aspire to be with their marketing. And so that would be maybe some subjective stuff. So really the results though should be tactical, measurable, tangible whenever possible, but it's okay to veer and talk about other goals and other things you help them accomplish. Uh, as long as you talk and tie it back to the fact that it was a goal. So their goal was to achieve this and this is how we achieved it. And then this is the results that we got. Um, and, we, and you know, the other parts are like analytical. So we increased website traffic, increased rankings, increased, um, decreased cost per lead. Um, like those kind of, you know, tactical, technical kind of website, Google ads, whatever analytics, that's always a good thing to do. SEO, that stuff. Uh, so good to list those in there. And then finally, I think the, the bow on all of this is a testimonial. So whenever you can get uh, testimonials from someone, that's, that's going to be just like a nice way to really see in, in, in plain language, kind of the, what the client experience was like. Some people do a video version of this. I've never done that, but that's, if you can pull it off, kudos, good for you. I'm sure that's a really great uh, thing. Um, but yeah, I think when it comes to getting a testimonial there, some inspiration I've found is through, um, there's a website called psychotactics.com with uh, Sean D'Souza. He's a, a pro copywriter. He's got a bunch of info products. He's, you know, just a smart cookie. You can go and subscribe to his emails. Definitely listen to his podcast. If you're listening to this, you obviously like audio, 
um, I think it's called the three month vacation podcast. And it's just really, really, really packed with great information. I can't recommend it enough, but in his, he's got like a testimonial writing process. And basically his questions are, there's, I think seven of them and they go, well, what was the, like, and he, he's basically helping to create that, that, um, transformation process. So you can do this over the phone or you can send them these questions, uh, by email, but basically the questions are, what was the obstacle in your mind or hesitation you had before buying, you know, my services? Um, number two is what did you find as, as a result of buying these services? So that's where it kind of, you know, that's where it was sort of, you know, that's the outcome, right? So that's, that's a really key kind of thing. So what was the result of buying my product or services? What specific feature did you like most about it? And now you're kind of really uncovering like the details of why they liked what it is that you sell and what the offer is. So that's, that's, um, yeah, just a really key thing that sometimes they'll, they'll point out things like, like a lot of times people will say, what I love about Kevin is he doesn't rush me on the phone and he really listens to what I say. And then he comes up with practical solutions that, that actually get us results. And like, that's a really nice kind of way to package up kind of just what I do. And, um, but it, it focuses on details that I may not focus on, say in my marketing when talking about myself. So really cool. Uh, what specific feature did you like most about this product or service? Uh, number four would be what would be three other benefits of this product or service. So this gets them to sort of expound, expound a little wider and deeper on what those benefits were. Uh, and that's outcome driven and that's, that's where the subjective and objective uh, results were. Um, and then would you recommend, you know, me or my product or service? And if so, why? And, uh, it's a really nice way to get them to kind of summarize, um, kind of your, their, their feelings and kind of summarize their recommendation into some nice, uh, language. Um, and then, you know, the last question is, is there anything else you'd like to add? So yeah, that sometimes keeps it open, um, and allows it some additional riffing on some stuff. Now, when you have all of this, you can pull out one or two sentences and that can work really well. Uh, or you can, you know, you can, you can put the whole, whole thing there. I think if you go to psychotactics.com and look somewhere, somewhere on a site, different product pages, you'll see a really long testimonials and it's a pretty cool, um, pretty cool way to do that. So you may not want to use that in all cases, but uh, it's a nice touch point if you can get, if you can pull that off. So anyway, that's what goes into a case study. Um, really this, the, it's about being strategic about choosing case studies that are going to help get more clients like them. Don't do case studies of, of work that you're not really proud of or that you don't really want to attract more business of, um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, and then yeah, the situation number one, what did you, what you actually did, the tactical things, um, <clears throat> what are the results that you got, whether that's analytical, financial, subjective, uh, emotional, whatever the outcomes were. And finally, testimonials, you can use this, this method if you want, or you could simply say, Hey, if you were to recommend me to a friend or colleague, uh, what would you say? And, you know, would you, would you be able to just kind of give me a brief testimony along those lines? And that can work really well. Some of you have done that for me already. So I really appreciate that. Um, as always, you guys are great. Uh, if you'd like to leave me a testimonial, I would love to receive it and put it on the landing page to get more people in this group. Um, but yeah, as always, if I can help you with anything, please let me know and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.